We're back. <laughs> hey there, fellow therapists. You are listening to Holding Space for Therapists, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Cassidy, and I'm back with new episodes. So excited to connect with you in this way. I have such a special place in my heart for podcasting. It's just such a unique way, I think, to connect. You are setting aside the 30 to 45 minutes or so to tune in to this episode and learn about this particular topic. And I do not take that for granted, the time that you're setting aside and the investment that you're making. And I hope that today's episode is really supportive to you. I really think it's going to be. We're talking about a really fun topic today. Before we dive in though, I wanted to share because this is timely. If you are listening to this episode around the time that it went live, January 26th, 2022, the doors to my e-courses for therapists opened up yesterday. They only open three times a year. This is the Crafted Practice, Established Therapist Toolkit, and Podcasting for Therapists. These are self-paced digital courses with video lessons that support you step-by-step in either crafting your practice from that initial vision to that well-deserved vacation, or if you're already established, supporting you in modernizing your marketing or diversifying your income or really scaling your business. Or maybe you also have a podcast brewing in your heart and the Podcasting for Therapist course will walk you step-by-step on how to make that happen. You can learn more about these courses at the link in the show notes. And if you're ready, join us. The doors close in a couple of days. And if the time is right, I will be waiting for you on the other side. All right, today we are diving into the world of Instagram Reels. I invited Kelly, you might know her on Instagram as Sit With Kelly, onto the podcast to talk about Instagram's newest feature. Kelly completely filled her private practice caseload through Instagram, and the primary feature that she has used to connect with those good fit clients has been through Reels. So she is the perfect person to bring on and to walk us through this feature to give you a sense of why Reels might be something that you might want to explore. Don't worry, there's also a big permission slip in here to decide if this is the right fit for you because you do not need to do all the things or put one more thing on your plate if it's not going to be the right fit. But if it is, she walks us through how to create a reel, offers ways in which you can get inspiration for your first or next reel, and offers some just really great tips and resources for navigating this potential marketing strategy that can really showcase you, your personality, and build those intentional connections with good fit clients or customers for your offerings. All right, are you ready? Let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome back to Holding Space for Therapists, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Cassidy. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, educator, and mom to three, passionate about supporting other therapists in crafting a profitable and meaningful private practice. Our work can be isolating. As therapists, we aim to hold space for meaningful change. 
As modern day therapists, we have an opportunity to hold more space for even greater change, but we don't have to sacrifice our values and wellness in the process. We can choose to define success for ourselves and we don't have to do it alone, which is why I'm so glad you chose to witness the following conversation today. I'm so glad you're here. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, Kelly. Thank you so much for taking the time to get on the episode and chat with me today all about Instagram reels. I am really, there's going to be so many reel puns in this episode. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just forewarning everyone. Like I literally cannot help myself, but I am really excited <laughs> to dive into this topic. So before, before though we dive into the world of Instagram reels, Share with us a little bit about who you are, why, and why this is something that you've become passionate about supporting therapists around. Awesome. Um, So hi, everyone. My name is Kelly. I am a licensed therapist, and I really specialize in working with anxious millennials. Um, I have built my entire private practice on Instagram. I actually went from part-time to full-time in the past like year and a half since starting my Instagram page. So it's definitely been a journey, um, but I love it. I kind of have like an interesting background for a therapist. I actually got my master's of social work and my MBA um, and was running like nonprofit programs prior to going into private practice. So I kind of love like the marketing business side of things. And so it's been really fun to be able to do that on Instagram and help other therapists who like that doesn't come as naturally for, um, because it totally is a different skill set inside of your brain, being a good therapist and being a good marketer. So I love teaching therapists about how to do that in a way that feels authentic to them. So that way, you know, their ideal clients know how to find them. I Thank goodness you are the unicorn we've all been searching for who understands (laughs) our field and also understands the world of marketing. Like actually, you know, I always joke, we never got that class in graduate school. Like you actually did. (laughs) Like you actually took the class (laughs) and not in a therapy program, but you took the class. So I'm so glad that you're here and that we are diving into this topic because as you shared, you built your whole practice on Instagram, which Mm -hmm. is incredible because I was on Instagram as a therapist a couple years ago as like what felt like one of the first at the time. I was connected at the time with Vienna, Mindful MFT, and my friend Lisa, and a couple of others. And we would like I would DM, we would DM each other because we were like these therapists going what felt like against the grain um, and it felt like against the rules sometimes like in terms of showing up in this bigger way and connecting and trying to figure out how to do this ethically. Um, But it also just felt like it made so much sense to do it this way. Before I got my license, I was blogging and I had this whole side business as I was getting my PhD and I was on Instagram through that. And uh-huh. then I got licensed and I was like, okay, got to shut it down. But then I started to think about marketing my private practice business. And I was like, 
excuse me, like the clients, I could reach clients through this app, but yeah. it felt like uncharted, uncharted territory. And so the fact that now I'm hearing from you sharing as a therapist that you've built your whole practice through Instagram. I mean, that's, that's incredible. It's incredible to see how the tides have changed and the paths ahead of the paths have been paved to allow us to be able to do that. And I am really excited to chat with you today because the thing about Instagram can be frustrating, but we could also, there's lots of ways we can reframe it, but I know for many, <laughs> the, the probably core feeling at times feels like frustration is that it's always changing. This app yes. is always changing, and the most recent big shift is Reels. Mm-hmm. And when Reels first came out, I was actually personally super stoked because I was getting pretty burnt out from creating my like Canva graphics. Yeah. And I actually, I think in a past life or in another life, I would have loved to have been a videographer. I love interior design and videography, so the idea mm-hmm. of like being able to integrate video and audio and humor. I just, I was all in Um, and utilize music to really evoke an emotion. I was all in. And so I, I did a lot of reels when it first came out and it was, I, it was good because Instagram was definitely pushing this new feature to the forefront. Um, Uh And so the algorithm was in my favor, but then at times I find myself getting burnt out and not knowing what to create in terms of reels and getting frustrated. Like, do I have to create reels? And these days when I scroll my feed, I don't know about anyone else, but when I scroll my feed, at least the folks that I'm following, which tends to be a lot of um, businesses, uh-huh. There's like everything that Instagram shows me is a reel. So I'm like, okay, like reels are important. It's, it was even announced by Instagram that they're really moving in the direction of not being a photo sharing app anymore, but a video sharing app. Yep. So they're important. But as a therapist, there might be some arguments that like, oh, do I really need to hop on this, this real bandwagon? Like <laughs> – are they really that important for me? So I'd love to hear your thoughts on the role of Instagram Reels for us as therapists. Yes. So I will say you don't have to do Reels. Like you don't have to do anything, (laughs) right? You don't have to show up on Instagram to market your practice. Totally. Wait, like let's just just drive home that point. I think that's such an important point. Before we go any further – a listener, I'm so glad you're here. You're here because there's some part of you who has that has an interest in utilizing Instagram as part of your business plan. But before we go any further, you get to decide what the right fit is for you in your marketing totally. plan and the best way for you to communicate to those potential clients or customers or that community and audience. And maybe Reels can be a great option for you to showcase mm-hmm. your approach, your personality, so many things. But I, I thank you so much for f- starting us off with like, you don't have to, <laughs> permission to decide for yourself always. Yes. But while we're here, let's talk about them. Yes. So if you want to show up on Instagram and you want to grow, especially right if you're kind of newer to your private practice or newer to showing up and marketing in this space, Reels is the fastest way to do it right? Because Instagram has announced that they are prioritizing reels in the algorithm. And not only that, right? So it's going to help you get your content in front of more people, but it's also going to help the people who view that content 
get to know you a whole lot better than they would seeing a post, right? Totally. And so it's a lot easier to build that trust and connection with your audience and make people see your content and say, oh, wow, like she really gets it. I want her to be my therapist. And so not only is it easier to attract followers, but it's easier to convert them into therapy mm-hmm. clients. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, yes, there's the growth aspect and like the – like just like numbers game, right? Of like <laughs> that – if there's more – there's a larger community, if that is of interest to you for whatever it is that you're offering, then this – this feature is going to support that based on what Instagram um, is prioritizing at this moment. Mm-hmm. And and it gets to showcase something that an infographic doesn't showcase, which is you, your well, let's just, just like your face, right? Um, yeah. But also your personality. Um, if let's say you're someone who as a therapist also values humor, it could showcase that value in a really entertaining, but also informative connecting way. I also find that um, the, the audio features, the music you can connect around with, as I mentioned earlier, I feel like really can support evoking an emotion in the content that you're sharing, which really brings it to life. Okay. So We've made it clear that you get to choose if this is something that feels like it makes sense for you. And Mm -hmm. now you're also sharing that if Instagram is a way in which you want to build that bridge between you and that potential good fit client or customer for whatever it is that you're offering, that reels are important and kind of the way to go. So how would you recommend someone get started first off with using reels? So the first step I recommend people take is getting comfortable with reels. Mm -hmm. So just like spending 20 minutes scrolling the reels tab in Instagram, right? So that way you really get a feel for what a reel is, what kind of reels are showing up, right? So is it like short reels? Is it people that are speaking to the camera? Is it music? Um, You know, and just kind of get a feel and see what pops out at you. I love your reels because I feel like they're so creative, how you do like the different characters and stuff. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They're so fun. But like, you know, is that something that appeals to you as a viewer when you're watching it? Or do you like the simple ones? Or does dancing make you want to jump out of your skin, right? Like there's (laughs) so many different styles and you don't have to pick, you know, one that doesn't feel authentic to you. But I think first just kind of getting an idea of what's out there is a really, really good place to start. Um, I absolutely agree. I find that like there's definitely moments where – moments, seasons where I'm just like not inspired be- to create mm-hmm. a reel because there the, a reel does take like a different part of your brain to create. Um, and if you're someone who has hired maybe a virtual assistant or someone to support you, which I have, you can learn more about that in the podcast episode about hiring a virtual assistant – I have support with my social media and I was like, oh no, reels are something that like really at the end of the day, I, it's my face that needs to show up, yep. you know? <laughs> um, 
And I was able to work around that because I also I know stories are stories are a great way to also make those connections and mm-hmm. I batch record those and I send them to my virtual assistants and they caption them for me and share them. And reels, there's ways in which my assistant my assistants can help me with those too. Like finding the trending audios and helping with like the captions and the text and every all of that yep. good stuff. But when I am feeling uninspired, that part of my brain, that creative little part of my brain that really does need to be inspired to do a reel and hit record mm-hmm. and know what I'm going to be doing in that reel, it's scrolling. It's it's scrolling through that reels tab, um, watching reels from people that I follow, that I don't follow, um, yeah. getting a sense of some of the trending audio. Because the thing about reels is that what seems, at least at this point, and it's always shifting, right? But at least at this point on both Instagram and on TikTok, which has a very similar format to Reels, Mm -hmm. what seems to be doing really well right now is doing what others are doing, like hopping on like (laughs) viral trends in terms of audio or um, what's actually happening in the Reel or what's being showcased. And then just, again, bringing your own twist to it. and so seeing what others are doing can be really supportive and just inspiring ideas. Would you agree? Definitely. And I think what's really important is what you said about putting your own twist on it, right? So as a therapist, you don't want to just go viral for like a silly dance or a recipe or something, <laughs> because that's not going to bring, you know, the people that want your services to your page, And so I always try and encourage therapists to think about how can I adapt this trend to really speak to the needs, the wants, the desires of that ideal therapy client, right? Or that ideal course student. Um, And so I think that that's really that missing piece to creating a reel that will not only go viral and reach a lot of people, but that is also going to convert people for your business, right? Because we're not just... And this to be influencers, although sometimes that's kind of fun <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> right, right. Like this, it's, I'm not in the business of of being of going viral. Like I'm in the business of like building those really meaningful connections, you know. Yes. Um, and so I can share an example of this. So I was on a lot of times. I'll actually scroll TikTok too because a lot of times, what's trending on TikTok will start there, and then it kind of like yeah, Instagram, and then will show up on Instagram. So. I I go on TikTok to find funny videos that me and my husband will watch on Friday nights, and I share them on my Dr. Cassidy Instagram account too. And I saw that on TikTok, a lot there was a, a season of like the a lot of the Frozen songs were really trending from Frozen, uh-huh. and so I was like, you know, I don't necessarily want to use this exact like trend or this exact audio, but. I would like to utilize some of these different songs and some of the some of the things that happen in these songs from Frozen into a reel that kind of showcases how to break generational trauma. You know, and uh-huh. I was like, that sounds like fun. Let me figure out how I can do that. So, you know, <laughs> even though I didn't use a trending audio, I created something on my own inspired by yep. trending. And then turned it into something that fell in alignment with me and with who I was trying to reach in an experience that that person, the audience member might really connect with. And it was 
like once once you get those once you get the idea, it's exciting. Like so much more exciting to me than creating an infographic. And so, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes it is the idea piece that can be really challenging. And I know that you have some resources that really can pinpoint that struggle of like the yes. inspiration piece. But before we get there, <laughs> I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you think reels really can translate into those real client connections or sell other offerings. You know, yeah. how how do we turn these little short form videos with audio or music or text into actually bridging bridging someone to either buy something or invest in something or reach out to us? Yeah. So two things. If you're a little bit more experienced on Instagram and you're looking to jump into Reels and add that as like a new form of content, I definitely recommend looking at your insights and seeing, you know, what posts do you have that are already doing really well, mm-hmm. right? And so if you share tips for a certain area or, you know, signs of a certain struggle or something, that can be really easy to turn into one of those kind of like silly pointing Reels. Um, So use that same like hook that you used, use the same um, like tips or signs or what have you. You can even use the same caption. And so I think that that's a really great way to kind of repurpose the content that you know already resonates with your audience, Mm, has already helped you get clients um, and turn it into reels and kind of experiment in a way that definitely feels safer and like less work. So I think that would be my first tip. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's so. I mean, repurposing content, like, give me more of that. Like, as like you know, yep. <laughs> I mean, as much as as often as I can, like, repurpose something that's already been done. Like, literally using the same caption because the whatever the but the content that was shared, the caption that was shared, it resonated with people. And the truth yep. is, is that we might think, oh, but they're gonna know. No, nobody's gonna know. You know, like nobody's uh-huh. gonna know. <laughs> Look at me. I'm, re- I'm referencing a, a little viral TikTok audio there. Who's going to know? They're, nobody's going to know. They're going to know. No, they're not going to know. <laughs> so yeah. reuse the stuff. And you're showing, you're sharing it in a new way. Um, and in that caption, you can have a really cool call to action um, to, you know, if you're interested, if you want to learn more about my practice, go to the link in my bio. You can even share that call to action at the end of your reel. So there's yeah. lots of ways to repurpose and then also um, bridge that connection. Yeah. Another thing I think is really helpful is thinking about kind of like the purpose of the reel that you're creating, right? So I have some that I try and be like very educational where I'll share concrete tips. Um, I have some that are more just focused on like that community building, right? or growing the audience. So those really entertaining ones that are kind of relatable, just talking about like mm-hmm. a struggle that my ideal client mm-hmm. feels. And mm-hmm. then I have some that are focused on conversion. And so those always end for me in like accepting new clients um, in New York, New Jersey, and Florida, because that's the states that I'm licensed in, or, mm-hmm. you know, join my course or join my membership. And so for those, it's really about talking about the outcome that you're ideal client wants to achieve and then telling them what to do next to get that outcome. Mm -hmm. So that might be, you know, booking an intro call with you. It might be signing up for your course or signing up for your newsletter or listening to a podcast episode. Right. But I find for those, the best way to kind of convert people and make them take that next step is really describing that emotion or that success or that change in behavior that people are looking to make. 
Mm. And this is why this is where I love the use of music to evoke to help really evoke some of these emotions or really to mm-hmm. connect with some of these emotions. And and the, what's cool about reels also is there's something about them where like if you get if if the music or the visual like hooks you I'll find that I just like watch it over and over and over again. And then I'm like, oh my yep. gosh, I've watched this same reel. It's like, and then finally Instagram's <laughs> like, do you, you want to keep watching this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's just, there's something about it that I think really like, I don't know, it, it scratches a part of our brain that really like kind of hooks us. Um, yep. And what I think that we can really bring to the table as therapists is while yes, Instagram can hook us in ways that, hurts sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And can lead to unhealthy habits and can be a painful space for so many different reasons. People are showing up there. And yep. something that we can bring to the table as therapists is, you know, while someone's scrolling is sharing a message, um, creating a connection, building a bridge for someone to take a step to get support in the space where, you know, they're already showing up. That's, that's yep. in there, and maybe they're already, you know, been scrolling for a while, and they land on yours, and then they're like, "Oh, oh my gosh, I do need to take a break from this." If that's the reminder, uh-huh. or I really do need support, <laughs> and so I'm going to reach out for that support now. And you know, people are showing up there, and I think that the space really calls for us too, the helpers and the supporters mm-hmm. and the holders of space and healers, to share our messages, also. Totally, and. I think that Instagram is such like an active form of marketing, right? Compared to like putting up a profile on a listing service or something, you're really putting content out there, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, um, and you're actively trying to connect with people. It's been a great way to not only get like clients, but to meet other therapists, you know, you can launch courses and other offerings. It's, it's huge. Totally. Totally. And what what I often say now when I talk about marketing and the role of Instagram is even if your whole marketing plan isn't really revolved just around Instagram, like let's say, um, you know, you really spend time on really great SEO for your website Mm -hmm. and you have a blog um, or you do podcast guest appearances or you are just really – you're really great about building community connections and getting referrals that way. I do think that the modern day client or customer, when they get the name of someone um, or mm-hmm. through research they find someone, I know that one of the first things I do is look to see if they're on Instagram um, because yep. I want to see, I want to know more about them. Like I want to do a little bit more research and like Instagram has become a place from which we learn more about people and their businesses or their brands. And I want to hear their voice. I want to see what kind uh-huh. of topics they topic, talk about. And this does not have to be a numbers thing. Like I'm not necessarily going to look for the the person who has the most followers because uh-huh. really those numbers don't mean as much to me as, as an individual who's trying to find support from this potential person. That doesn't mean as much to me as it does to – hear their voice and hear them talk about things and see if I can picture myself working with them. 
And so even just having a presence where your goal isn't about growth or going viral or any Uh of those things, but having a presence where you do occasionally show up, where you are sharing your personality and your voice and your niche and your approach, I think that that's going to benefit your marketing plan, um, even if Instagram isn't the primary. Like, would would you would you uh, do you connect with that idea? Yeah, I mean, I think right. Like, therapy is such a vulnerable relationship that you have with your therapist, and a lot of the times I hear from therapists, you know, I don't want to show up online. It feels like embarrassing. It feels like too much. You know, I don't want to be seen in this way. But we're asking so much from our clients to open up and be vulnerable and authentic and dig into like really challenging and difficult topics that it almost seems unfair if we're not going to at least show up and meet them halfway. Mm. And it's not about, you know, overdoing like self-disclosure. There's tons of ways that you can show up on Instagram without having to show private pieces of your life. But it's about giving people the opportunity to really get to know you and see, like you said, right? Are you somebody who values humor? Are you somebody who has like a really warm voice? Or are you somebody who's a little bit like more silly and talks like their friends do? And it's okay either way, but people want to see what it's like to sit with you. They want to imagine that feeling. And Instagram is really a great way to give people that opportunity. I agree. I totally agree. Okay. So I know you have some resources for getting ideas, but Mm -hmm. what are your two top strategies for coming up with ideas for the listeners next or first real? Like one or two like strategies for how how this person who's listening is going to create their first real or their next one. Okay. So we started with scrolling the reels page. When you are scrolling the Reels page, right, on the bottom of any Reel is going to be the name of the audio, and you will see a, like, diagonal up arrow next to that audio name if that sound is trending. So when you're scrolling, right, I want you to look for that arrow and find a Reel that inspires you. Okay. So that's kind of the first step. Then what we're going to do is click that name of the audio on the bottom And what it's going to take you to is an entire page of different people who have created reels of that same trending audio. So then I want you to go and scroll through that trending audio page, right? And so depending on who you're following, you might see some therapists, you might see some like Gen Z people, you might see some cooks or beauty bloggers or whatever. And it's all going to be different in how they adapted that reel, but it's going to give you a lot of different inspiration for that same audio of what feels, you know, good and how you can adapt it easily. And okay, then I want I you to love yeah, that we can idea. stop there. <laughs> well, I love that idea. I don't want to stop there. I want more and more and more, but like I love this idea and I also wanted to say how um, helpful it is to save audios. So like if you save yes. audio, like what I'll do is like sometimes I'll scroll Um, Or I'll have my assistant scroll and save trending audios so that they're just there so that when I do have the boundary carved out space to work on my marketing plan, Reels being Mm -hmm. one of those, um, and I know I'm going to have time and space to actually record things, that I can go back to those audios and just start listening to some of the ones that I saved and then – and then hope that inspiration hits. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I do that or I DM like my personal account 
um, like reels that I like. So that way I can find them later. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I'm almost wondering, like, should, I'm like, should we, should we like actually do like walk through this really quick? Like I, I'm looking right now at some of my saved audios and I'm going to share one right now that um, is I've been seeing a lot of, and I'm going to play it uh-huh. into the mic and then maybe we can like talk through it a little bit. So okay. here's, here's one that's I've been seeing a lot on TikTok and hearing on Instagram. Let's see if this works. I gotta put me first. I gotta put me first. Okay. I gotta put me first. I gotta put me first. I gotta put me first. Okay. So have you have you been hearing that one? Yes, I just see it myself that real yesterday. <laughs> okay. So clearly that audio has been kind of trending. I gotta put me first. Um, and you know, so you find the audio, you look to see what others have been have been doing um, in mm-hmm. terms of that audio to maybe get an inspira- inspired idea for yourself. But you know, I mean, just the the word that's happening, like what's what the audio is saying, I got to put me first. And there's so many different funny, but also really meaningful ways that we can communicate this message of self-care, of honoring your needs, of putting yourself first, of setting yeah. boundaries that could could integrate that audio, right? And so just one example. <laughs> yes. Is it helpful to kind of talk through like, what, how we would maybe come up with an idea for that? Yeah, I love that. Let's do it. Okay. Do you want to do like new moms, your niche, or pick like yeah. something random? Okay. Let's do new moms. Let's do new moms. Okay. So I got to put me first and I'm a new – and I want to reach new moms. What do I do next? I have the audio. I have the, the audience that I'm trying to reach. What do I do next? Yeah. So I think it's important to kind of put yourself in like the shoes of a new mom. Right. So what are some areas that they may not have time for as a new mom that they are neglecting in terms of self-care? Okay. So what are some things that they're neglecting? Um, They're probably neglecting um, just having like space for themselves, right? Like alone Mm -hmm. time away from their children. I was just talking on stories today about um, about that idea of like actually feeling happy when you're enjoying their time away from your kids and feeling guilt about that. Uh-huh. Um, so just like time away, um, having uh, like getting restorative rest if you're a new mom, right? So like actually uh-huh. like letting yourself have sleep. Um, if maybe if uh, breastfeeding is impacting your mental health. So like there's there's a lot of I think there's a lot of different a lot of different things that yep. can show up there. Um, okay. But maybe the maybe the first idea that comes to mind is this idea of like having just time alone away from your kids. Uh huh. So we know that time alone is important, right? And we're yeah. trying to do something funny with this. So, like the first thing that comes to my mind is like you kind of sitting in the bathroom, right? Like not on the toilet, <laughs> like on the floor or something, reading a book, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or like totally. watching a show on your laptop or your phone or something. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and and it can be like you like peeking through the door or something and then like no I gotta put me first (laughs) and kind of sitting and enjoying that time alone Mm. and that's something that you know the new mom is going to relate to 
And it's a funny way to talk about it. It kind of normalizes that conversation, right? That maybe a new mom feels bad telling her partner or her friends that like, I actually need this time alone, right? Like I don't want to spend 24 seven with my new baby. I need time for myself. And the only way I can get it is hiding out in the bathroom right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Especially like in the midst of the pandemic when like there wasn't very many other things to do. But yeah, so many ideas are coming to my mind now, you know, like maybe there's this like, maybe the text can reflect like the pull, the pull to like, the pull to end your alone time early because you feel guilty and then you're like, no, I'm going to put me first. I'm going to put me first. Mm-hmm. Um, and or, you know, maybe you're you're running out to your car um, on your way to Target and you're just like, you know, saying, oh, we need groceries. And you're just going to yeah. like let yourself stroll. <laughs> like so you're, stro- you're actually like going like really slow <laughs> through Target, you know, like it was the lines were so busy, babe. And you're like, I got to yeah. put me first. I don't know. Like there's um, some funny ways that we could do that. And and then also I think some ways that don't have to include humor, right? Like can just yeah. be like – it doesn't even have to be you. It could literally just be you to screen, like recording yourself with your hand uh-huh. over your heart with a couple of messages about putting your – about the messages that you'd want a new mom to hear about why – she deserves to put herself first and why that's okay, right? Um, totally. Or just literally, or literally just words to say like permission to put yourself first so that you have so that you have something to give to others, right? We can't yep. pour from an empty cup, something along those lines. And I think what's so important with that too, right, is with reels are really fast paced. So we always want to try and get our audience's attention in those first like three seconds of the video. So that way people stop scrolling. And so humor is a great way to do that, but it's absolutely not the only way, right? So I loved your idea of kind of like putting text on the screen. And with that, we would want to start with a hook, right? Like something that is going to let the person know, like this is for me. So I don't have kids. I would probably scroll past that reel and that's okay. Right. But you might want to say like, hey mom or something, right? Like, You know, (laughs) yeah. Have you found time alone lately or when's the last time you spent time by yourself? Mm -hmm. Right. And so that way you're letting that person know, like, this is content that I need to keep watching because it's for me. And so that's really important in the beginning of a reel. Yeah. Maybe it just says hiding out, hiding in the bathroom, (laughs) hiding out in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) You're not alone. You deserve time away. Um, And then maybe in the caption, I could dive a little bit deeper into like, how do we actually set this up? Right? Like, sure. Mm -hmm. There's those moments where you're just like, actually, mommy, mommy needs a timeout right now. And like making sure you're safe. And I'm going to walk away because I need to regulate myself. But then there's also like the, the need to, you know, set up a structure so that you actually have this boundary time, you Uh know? Yeah. And it's not waiting until that last minute where you feel like I have no other choice but to hide in the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Let's, let's, let's meet that need before we get there, you know? Yes. Um, Although I love a good, I love, (laughs) I love a good bathroom hang, you know? Um, (laughs) Like sometimes I'm like, if I tell my, my, my husband, I'm like, okay, babe, I gotta go use the restroom. Do you have the baby? And he's like, do you like really need to use the bathroom? And I'm like, oh, shush your mouth there. (laughs) Maybe yes, maybe no, but I am going to. Either way, I need to spend time there. (laughs) Yes, in that safe space. Okay. All right, cool. So um, 
That was so fun. I'm so glad we we talked through that and worked through that that little audio there. Um, So when it comes to finding ideas, I know you have a great resource that I've referenced here a few times. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yes. So I launched a new membership called the Reels Membership for Therapists. And basically what it is, is kind of done for you ideas every week. So I email members of the community for trending reels ideas that are totally thought out. And what that means is I will provide you with the trending audio. I give you two examples of other reels that I think are really good in that audio. And then I also give you those kind of scripts, right? So it might be like a hook, um, you know, three ways to X. And I'll give you some examples of different client outcomes that people might want in a specific niche. And then I'll tell you, you know, here's how to time this text. Here's where you'll fill it in. Um, So that way it's really easy. And I think that this is a great way, especially if you're new with Reels and are getting really stuck with like, how do I create? Where do I come up with ideas? I don't have time for this. Um, The members have told me so far that They've been creating these reels in like five minutes, right? Once they have the script, it's like super, super easy. They're just recording and it's done. So, you know, if you're somebody who wants to do, I don't know, if you're really creative and you want to kind of create your own thing, this may not be the right membership for you. But if you're just looking to dip your toes into reels, get started, create them more consistently and not feel like so overwhelmed by the process, I think that this is awesome. Um, You also get access to a private Facebook community where we have tons of other therapists who are sharing ideas, asking questions, hyping each other up, um, and really kind of talking about what it's like to be a therapist growing on Instagram and, you know, experimenting with reels because it's a vulnerable place to show up. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, this sounds amazing. And I'm really excited to actually um, get access to that and get a peek inside. And the listeners, the listeners, I know that there's going to be some links here in the show notes, and there's also going to be um, access to the listeners to join this membership and learn more about it through all of those links in the show notes. This has been so much fun. Um, I love that we we were not expecting to like talk through an audio and like real idea there. Um, That was just spontaneous. And I was just hoping that whatever audio I clicked that I had recently (laughs) saved would work out for us. We're like, Um, oh no, we're stumped. (laughs) I know. I really didn't know. Like I was just – because sometimes you can't necessarily tell what the audio is going to be just by like the name of it or the image. So I just picked – a random one and that was the one and I'm glad that it worked out. So <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for coming on. Um, where can people find you in the social media world or in the digital space? Yes. So definitely follow me at sit with Kelly. I share both anxiety content and marketing content for therapists on that page. Um, and then as you were talking about, right, all the listeners today are going to get half off their first um, month of the Reels membership if they choose to join. So we'll have a link here where you can sign up for my newsletter. I will send you a special gift with a free like nine page guide on how to create Reels and that coupon code for if you're interested in joining us inside the Reels membership. Amazing. Kelly, thank you so much. I really had a good time with you. 
today. That was I only really my second, my, only my second <laughs> time using that uh, real pun. So I'm proud of myself. I didn't overdo it. Um. Yes. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Thank you so much. Thanks. You've been listening to Holding Space for Therapists, the podcast. Are you ready to take the next step in starting or growing or pivoting your modern private practice? Go check out that link in the show notes. The Crafted Practice and the Established Therapist Toolkit are my two e-courses for therapists. They're self-paced and they cover all the things that I wish I learned in grad school, but definitely was not covered. Everything from modern marketing to diversifying your income and all the startup 101 stuff that you actually do need to know when establishing your own business as a therapist and entrepreneur. I walk you through step-by-step through video lessons, and you also get to join our private Facebook community. If you want to be the first to know when future episodes air, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And the best way to support the podcast is to leave a review. All right, fellow therapists, I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.